You're listening to the Elevate Main Podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. So we're going to start this new series called Drama Real. Madrama ba katabi nyo? Bagay ito sa inyo. Kung madrama ka, bagay ito sa inyo. Okay? Mag-take two na kayo. Okay? Mag-take two na lang kayo. Okay? Oh, na-promote ko pa. Diba? Okay? Because uh, madrama yung series natin today. So, dra- kaya nga drama real. Why drama real? In this series, we're going to talk about the dramas of our lives and learn how to respond biblically. And so, if you're going to attend this series, you will have, I think, three topics. First one is all about, kung ano sa skit, it's all about betrayal. Uh, the next one will be about uh, uh, broken families. And the third one is uh, financial difficulties. So, very interesting for us because I think many of us, uh, nabibetray ng katabi nyo. So I think many of us go through betrayal or go through broken families or financial problems. I think this, uh, this is a series that you can really invite your friends to, to also attend. And so tell your seatmate, invite a friend. Okay? So again, drama reel, we, we, I challenge you to invite your friends. So before anything else, can we just bow our heads and let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, please Lord, take control of this time. I pray, Lord God, that you'll be the one to speak to the people, to your people. And I pray, Lord God, that uh, we will be one in spirit with you. Father, take away all hindrances, all distractions that we may just listen to you and help us apply, Lord, all of the things that we will learn in your word. Thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So talking about drama, what are the uh, movie genres that you like? Movie genres. Shout out. Drama? Rom-com. Romantic comedy. Anna? Rom-com. Who, everyone here loves romantic comedies? Okay. Uh, what was the last romantic comedy that you watched? Kasi wala na ako napapanood na rom-com eh. Or TV show. Korean novela. Okay. Say dito, gusto ng action. Action. Yeah! Mga lalaki nga kayo. Okay. Who here likes to watch, uh, ano yun yung mga... Uh, need for ano yun? need for sweet game yun eh. Uh, <laughs> ano yun yung uh, racing game, uh, racing uh, movie? Fast and Furious. Oh yan, mga, mga mahilig sa kotse. Yan, ako mahilig ako sa kotse. Um, how about si dito naihilig no sa horror? Horror. Yan, mukha bang horror yung katabi nyo? Baka natatakot na kayo sa katabi nyo. And so we, we like, I think all of us, we like watching these movie, movies or the, these genres. Uh, I don't know if there's any other genre, uh, suspense or, or uh, thriller. Parang pareho lang yun, di ba? Okay. Who here, who here loves watching? Ito, baka merong gusto sa inyo. Uh, who here loves watching betrayal movies? Okay. Ito yung type na betrayal, revenge. Si dito mahilig sa revenge. Yung parang pag nanonood ka ng revenge, ikaw parang yung kamay mo gusto mong gumanon tapos sapakin yung katabi mo. Okay, di ba? Betrayal and revenge. Okay, so if you know this movie, shout out na lang kayo. Okay, sumigaw na lang kayo. Do you know this movie? Yeah! Uh, <clears throat> so uh, I think everyone watched this movie. And uh, basically the story goes that John Wick was mourning for the death of his wife. 
na may sakit. So, namatay yung wife niya because of a sickness. And then, some unwelcome guests um, went to his house, Russian mob, who stole yung 1969 na Mustang. Okay? And then, who left him half dead. And then, who killed his dog. And you know that his dog was a gift from his wife. So this is actually betrayal and revenge. A story about betrayal and revenge. What do you think was his response? Siyempre, revenge, right? How about you? What if that happened to you? What would you do? If that happened to you, right now, they killed your dog, a Russian mob killed your dog, what will you do? Gagawin mo rin ba ginawa ni John Wick? What if dumating si Thanos? Pinatay ni Thanos yung aso mo. Sabi nga nito, parang <laughs> dapat si John Wick na lang pinadala. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so how, uh, so how do we respond when someone betrays us? How should you respond to betrayal? And uh, we know that hindi lang sa TV yan. Uh, we we all also see it in our lives. Tayo mismo nakaka-experience ng betrayal. Hindi lang sa friends, hindi lang sa family. Minsan sa crush mo, minsan sa boyfriend or girlfriend mo. Um, hindi lang yun, di ba? Minsan sa security guard nyo. <laughs> lahat na, di ba? Lahat pwede. Minsan nga, nabibetray ka, naglalakad ka lang sa sidewalk, biglang nanakawin yung cellphone mo. Betrayal, di ba? Uh, we all experience that. And I think all of us can relate. And all of us, I think, we have some uh, uh, idea of the kind of response na each one of us will do. We want to take revenge. Vengeance is mine, sabi nga, di ba? Yung katabi mo ba, kaibigan mo? Really? Kung kaibigan mo, nabetray mo na ba yan? Or binetray ka na ba yan? Ayan, magkaalaman tayo kung kaibigan yan. We were, uh, actually, we were, uh, kani, uh, while uh, looking at this series and this topic, while preparing it, I was talking to one of our uh, full-time workers, and we, we were looking at quotes about betrayal. Okay? I'll just read it to you guys. Wala akong slide, but ito yung sabi ni William Blake. It is easier to forgive an enemy than to forgive a friend. Is that true? When, when a friend betrays you, is it really easier to forgive a, an enemy than a friend? Mas masakit raw kasi pag friend. Okay, kaya tingnan mo yung katabi mo, huwag mo akong bebetray. Ija John Wick kita. Huwag <laughs> mo akong bebetray, okay? Um, the next one, sabi sa Lover's Dictionary. No, may ganun, ha? Hindi ko alam na may ganun pala. Ito yung sabi ni uh, yung author, David uh, Basta. David Basta, <laughs> sabi, it was a mistake you said, but the cruel thing was it felt like the mistake was mine for trusting you. Oh. Malalim ang hurts nitong taong to. The next quote was, uh, it's uh, all about, kung sino dito, binitrain ng crush nila or ng loved one nila. Sabi niya, what irritated me most in that entire situation was the fact that I wasn't feeling humiliated or annoyed or even fooled. Betrayal was what I felt. My heart broken not just by a guy I was in love with, but also by, as I once believed, a true friend. Kaya mga babae, huwag kayong paloko. Huwag <laughs> kayong magpaloko sa mga lalaking nagmumukhang true friend. Okay? Hindi, hindi yung lesson today. Hindi yung lesson today. Okay? Um, so again, meron ba dito naka-experience na talaga ng betrayal? Na-betray na kayo? Tasang kamay. I just want to see. You have been betrayed. Uh, I will define it. Mamaya, dadami yung tataas ng kamay. Okay? Um, 
So um, let's share examples. Like uh, when you share a secret to a friend, you share a secret to a friend, hindi mo alam si Smosa o si Smosa si friend, alam na ng buong class, ng buong campus kung sino yung crush mo. Nangyari na yun sa'yo? Isn't that betrayal? Diba? That's betrayal. You trusted a friend, shinare niya. Um, how about, or pag shinare mo yung kilig mo pag dumadaan si crush. Diba pag kinikilig ka pag dumadaan si crush? Si best friend, dead malang. Kasi crush rin pala niya, hindi niya sinasabi sa'yo. Isn't that betrayal as well? Kasi nga, friends kayo, bakit hindi tayo nagsishare? Okay, okay lang naman, pareho tayong crush. Ma, mauna na lang, ano, <laughs> may the best man or woman win, di ba? Another, another thing, in connection with that, kaya pala di sinasabi ng best friend mo sa'yo kasi sila na pala. <laughs> Malalim yon, Malalim yon. Yung, yung, ah, uh, Galing kang school, pauwi ka, yung nakikita mo laging uh, romantic baboy, sabi mo sa sarili mo, dyan kami magde-date kasi romantic. E nakita mo sila doon. Nagde-date sila doon. Alam ng ex-best friend mo na doon ka dapat magde-date. Binaboy niya. <laughs> Binaboy niya ang plano mo. Wala nang romantic sa baboy. Okay. <laughs> betrayal ba yun? That's betrayal. Ito, another betrayal, another kind of betrayal. Ito, doon sa mga may karelasyon, may relationship. Parang pagkarelasyon, parang ang ano, pangit pakinggan. Um, in, by the way, disclaimer, in Elevate, we really highly suggest and encourage that you focus on your studies. Disclaimer. Stay single. For, okay? <laughs> And that's our lesson for today. <laughs> Again, going back to betrayal. Going back to betrayal. When your boyfriend blackmails you, ibigay mo na kung ano man yon, or else break na tayo. Isn't that a betrayal of trust? Isn't that a betrayal of confidence? At mas, yung mas malalaga ito. May boyfriend ka. Pero nalaman mo may number two. Pero yung number two, ikaw. <laughs> Hindi ikaw yung number one, ikaw yung number two. Di ba? Betrayal. Ito, ito, ito. I think we can relate with this example. Yung mga taong sa harap mo, okay na okay sila. Pero pagtalikod mo, backstab. Sinisiraan ka. Di ba? That happens to us, right? Or that happened to us. Okay, so na, na, ito ha, mukhang nangyayari, naaalala yung mga mukha ng taong nagbetray sa inyo. So, ang question ko ngayon, sino dito nabetray? O, oh, di ba dumami? Okay? <laughs> nabetray. There, actually, there are so many examples. I will show you another example because I really want you to understand this topic today. And I just saw this in Facebook. This, uh, parang this is a tweet by a guy and it was translated and it said... I originally wanted to surprise my girlfriend. And the story goes that this guy bringing flowers to his girlfriend in the parking lot. Nasa parking lot yan. And at the background, yung next picture na papakita sa inyo, paiyak na siya. 
At the background kasi, may kayakap na iba. Si girlfriend. So this happens. Betrayal. Total betrayal, di ba? Sakit yan. Grabe, minahal mo, naghanda ka pa, may surprise ka pa, tapos ganun lang. May kayakap sa likod, ganun lang. Na-picture na pa niya. Okay. So when these things happen, how do you respond to betrayal? When these things happen, how do you respond? Do you respond out of revenge? Di ba revenge? Take revenge. Come on, let's ruin their lives. Just like John Wick, let's get our guns down and kill them. Ganun ba? We, do we take revenge? Or do you respond, syempre, di ba? Elevate is Christian, okay guys? <laughs> do you respond like Christ? Do you respond like Christ? And think about that because in the life of Jesus Christ, he was betrayed, right? Think about that. How did he respond? Why do we need to hear this message? Why can't we just avenge ourselves? Why can't we just, you know, just John Wick them? <laughs> Magiging term na yan dito sa Elevate. Jinan Wick mo ba? Jinan <laughs> Wick. Because why, why can't we take vengeance? Because Christians are called not to take justice into their hands. Christians are to be different. Tell your seatmate, you should be different. Yun yung dapat totoo sa atin. If you're a Christian and you believe that Christ saved you and you're following Him, be different. You will not act like the world. Although you live in the world, you should act like Christ. You don't act like the world, you act like Christ. Um, because it says in Romans 12 verse 19, can we all read this? One, two, three, go. Beloved, Never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. How we live our lives, it should be different because we know we have a much more powerful backup or God who will protect us, who will defend us. A God who will take vengeance for us. Don't take vengeance. Think about the life of Jesus. Did he take vengeance? Okay? Yun nga, di ba pwedeng magpaka-John Wick, di ba? No. Because if you're betrayed, we are not to take revenge because vengeance is the Lord's. Vengeance is the Lord's. So what do we do? We live like Christ. We respond like Christ. So mommy, I will share with you how do you respond like Christ. And God's part, vengeance is His. Okay? Vengeance is His. But I want you... I want you to have this mindset as well. We are called to love. We are not called to think, basta vengeance is the Lord's naman eh. Di ba iisipin? Vengeance is the Lord's naman, sige. Uh, Lord, please uh, do something bad to them. Okay, Lord, every day magpe-pray ka, Lord, please avenge me. Sagasaan mo sila. Or Lord, please, sana pag kumaisa, mabulunan sila. Diba? Every day, ganun inisip mo. Again, God calls us to be different. Different in a sense na different na yung thinking dapat natin. We're not, we're not all about, anymore about vengeance. We should not think about vengeance. We know God will avenge. We know that uh, when people do bad things to us, God will save us or God will protect us. But don't think of vengeance in your minds anymore. 
Because what God wants you to think is to love your enemies. Do you love your enemies? Yes? Do you, do you love your katabi? Your enemies? Hindi, <laughs> seryoso. Do you love your enemies? Ngayon ba meron kayo naiisip na kaaway nyo, nakaaway nyo, kinakainisan nyo? Do you love them? Because you have to practice that more and more. And, and as we study this, I hope that you will understand that more and more. So what do we do? We live like Christ because uh, vengeance is our. How do we respond like Christ? You will study Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 to 24. So the context, I want you to learn the context. You can just get your Bibles uh, on your cell phones. But the context of Ephesians chapter 4, 22, it's a Pauline epistle. This is St. Paul. And Paul teaches us practical applications on how the believer should live for God. And verse 22 to 32 doesn't just apply when you're being betrayed, okay? But can be applied in different situations in your life. Generally speaking, what I'm going to share with you as a passage is not, it's not just focused on a person or uh, when you're betrayed. But holistically, it is how you should live your life as a Christian, Okay? Because in every response, we should speak, act, live, think. Speak, act, live, think like Christ. Salt Christ, diba? Speak, act, live, and think like Christ. Look at your neighbor. Is he becoming more like Christ? Is he becoming more and more like Christ? Uh, every, every week that you attend, elevate. Every week na mag-attend kayo D-group, lagi niyong tanongin sa sarili niyo, are you improving as a Christian. Sabi nga ni J. Mack, progress towards Christ-likeness marks a true believer. A true believer progresses in what? Christ-likeness. The goal of being a follower of Christ is to be more Christ-like. If there's no progress, no transformation, maybe you're not really a Christian. And I want to be honest with you, because many people think by attending Elevate or by attending Sundays, you're already a Christian. Or dahil yung family, family mo Christian, Christian ka na rin. Hindi ganun yun. You have to have faith in order to become Christian and that faith will result to a transformation in your life. That's what Christians are. That's what a true believer is. And so I hope that you understand that as we study this, understand this. Never, yung parang never stop doon, okay na to. Okay na yung pagiging kristyano ko. Hindi, hindi, hindi okay yung pagiging kristyano mo kasi everyday, kailangan natin mag-improve. Everyday, we have to progress. Okay? So at the end of a message, I do hope and pray that it will be clear to you what you should do. Okay? So mag, uh, sabi ko sa katabi mo, magbago ka na. Magbago ka na, okay? So let's read verse 22 to 24. Ephesians 4, 22 to 24. Can we read this? 1, 2, 3, go. To put off... Your old self, and is corrupt through deceitful desires. Let's continue. Verse 23. And to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Okay. To put off your old self means to repent from your sinful ways. I'll show you how. Okay. Um... Putting your old self is like taking off your jacket. When it's dirty, where does it go? Where does it go? To the laundry. Oh, 
Unless sa basuraan niyo yung yaman niyo naman, di ba? Sa basuraan diretso, wow, ah. Okay. So you take off your jacket. It's taking off something, putting it away, or getting rid of your old life. This black coat represents my old life. Okay? So when you repent, another picture that I want you to understand is when, you're, when you repent, um, understand this, that you were walking a sinful direction, the wrong path. You were walking the wrong path. Repenting means you have to turn around and go to Christ. That's what it means. Okay? That's what it means. That's repenting. Nagre- ang tanong, nagre-repent ba talaga kayo? Minsan, yung iba, they're walking towards a sinful direction, nagrepent. So, my view, the next day, lakad ulit. Repentance nga ba yun? Diba? Repentance means, really, to get rid of the old life, the old sinful ways that you have. It doesn't mean that you have to be perfect, guys. But it means you are doing everything that you can when you're walking the, simple, the sinful path. You, your desire is just really to turn around. Ibig sabihin, everything, every temptations that you have, every struggle that you have, every um, trigger points that you have, Malalapit ka sa computer shop, gusto mo mag addicted sa games ulit, huwag ka, ka na lumapit sa computer shop. Makita mo lagi si crush? Burahin mo yung mukha ng crush mo. Hindi, hindi ka na. <laughs> diba? You do everything that you can to put off the old self so that you can put on the new. So that's what repentance means. Kung dati, naninira ka ng iba. Dahil Christian ka na at nagrepent ka na, you use your words to build up people. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay? Living a holy life is very different. Very different. Living a holy life is not just one day. Living a holy life is every day. We must do this daily. Practicing it daily will help us improve and progress more and more in Christ like this. Again, to repent means to turn to Christ, turning away from sin, and then putting on the new self. So, um, this is my old self. Okay? Nag-elevate ako. So, nag-elevate na ako. Ayan, this is my new self. Okay? Kasi elevator na ako eh. <laughs> elevator ka ba? <laughs> oh, this is the, ito na yung new self. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have to get rid of it. You have to get rid of it. Okay? Yeah, buti walang basuran doon. But you have to get rid of that. That's the picture. Get rid of the sin. Live the new life. Mag-share ka din ng gospel kasi elevate ka na eh. It's all about making disciples, di ba? Ano mission ng uh, elevate? To honor God and to make Christ committed followers who will make Christ committed followers. Hindi ka na about sin. You're all about doing the Great Commission. You're all about doing, making disciples. Amen? So do you understand what holy living is? Do you, do you understand now what repenting means? Get, tell your seatmate, get rid. Ano ba get rid mo? Of the sin. Get rid of the sin. Okay. So, I'm going to call on a, a testimony sharer right now. Her name is Camille. So, Camille, can you come up here and share with us your testimony about betrayal? Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Camille Vicente, and I first encountered the Lord back when I was in high school. During those times, 
I was still more barkada-oriented than family-oriented. I used to plan and organize most of my friends' birthdays with summer outings, inuman sessions, or smoking, or anything just to make our house a venue for the barkada lifestyle I've always valued. Eventually, I stopped attending church and D-group for five months, thinking to myself, I enjoy Christianity, but maybe it wasn't meant for me. There was no transformation in me, but by God's grace, He kept on pursuing me. It was in my junior year in college when I finally decided to take my relationship with God seriously. I was invited to join a new D-group, and I reluctantly went only for the reason that I didn't want to be rude. Eventually, I found myself enjoying D-group and began to, re to regularly attend. However, I was still in contact with my old friends. My plan was to reach out to them and invite them to church, but it was the opposite. I would end up drinking and partying with them, even going at home at the wee hours of night. I was living a double life. To relieve me of my guilt, I thought that the least I could do was to be transparent with my D-group leader so we could both pray about it. As months passed, through prayer, accountability, and by God's sovereign grace, I learned to let go of the vices I once loved so much. A few years ago, my old friends and I met again to celebrate a friend's birthday. That night, I logged in my messenger using one of my friend's phone so I could chat with my D-group leader and update her about a long-time secret relationship with a guy friend that I was hiding from the rest of my friends. It was a complicated relationship which even involved another girl. And after the party, I thought I had logged out my account from my friend's phone, but unfortunately, it didn't. As a result, my account was logged in for several weeks or maybe months friend's phone. My friends read my private conversations with my D-group leader, and they even made screenshots to share with the rest of our barcada. They spread rumors about me based on our messenger conversations. I only found out through my D-group leader when my friends met with her one evening to confirm if some of the stories were true. They even tried to convince my D-group leader to turn against me as well. It came to the point that my friends slandered, my, slandered me on my own social media that I had to unfollow them. It was intense and I was very heartbroken. Not only because I got caught, but because I felt betrayed by the people whom I valued for so many years. I never had any conflicts with them until this happened. It took me a month before I had the courage to confront my friends about the incident with my messenger account. I knew I would misrepresent God even more if I reacted emotionally. So I prayed hard and asked God for His guidance and wisdom and as I processed all those things. I prayed something like, Lord, ihambol niyo po ako. Help me to respond in your likeness and help me to forgive so I may heal. Help me, Lord, to value the relationship than all my hurts. I know that you are in control. Indeed, the Lord helped me and strengthened me. I messaged my friends individually and told them I knew what happened and how I felt about it. We met and talked things out. After hearing one another out, I asked for their forgiveness, especially for how I misrepresented God, and they also apologized in return. 
We talked, descend, and eventually we forgave each other. To be honest, I considered cutting them out completely from my life as if they didn't exist. But praise God that He can restore broken things, even relationships. By God's grace, my friends and I are now reconciled. We would still even meet once in a while. As I look back, I learned that although conflicts are uncomfortable, they teach us valuable lessons. If it wasn't for this experience, I would have missed understanding the depth of God's grace and forgiveness. It was when I act. It was when I acknowledged my sadness and anxiety over my situation that I was able to experience the joy and peace of the Lord. Again, I'm Camille Vicente, forgiven and saved by the grace of the all-loving God who was made perfect and holy and blameless on my behalf when I could never be. To Him be all the glory and praise. Thank you, Camille, for sharing your testimony. Um, you, you saw what happened to, to Camille, right? And it's, uh, it's very interesting. Uh, her, her friends na lagi niyang pinepreparan ng pag-birthdays, alam mo yun, yung talagang uh, love na love mo yung friends mo and then ibebetray ka. So how do you respond like Christ with that? Diba? Parang hirap, di ba? Alam, alam ko mahirap eh. Because sabi nga, di ba, Christianity is not difficult, it is impossible. We grew up in the world, we live like the world for so long, and it's hard to live like Christ because we've been living in the world for so long. But sadly, we make excuses. Tao lang naman ako eh. Hindi naman madaling magbago eh. We make excuses and we take away the fact that that impossibility is possible with God. Amen? That if you truly are following Christ, it will be automatic for God to help you progress towards Christ-likeness. Amen? And so, what would you do in Camille's situation? Ano sa tingin nyo gagawin nyo? Will you get revenge? Will you create a lie that will ruin their reputation? Yung mga f- reputation of friends mo. Do you get angry? Some would think the, the worst things, the most evil things. Sana masagasan. Sana uh, mahulugan ng building. Sana may isang bato na biglang mahulog sa kanila, di ba? Minsan, we, we just think of the most evil things. Some of us, we curse them. Kahit wala sila, we just curse them. Pinakamalutong, sabi nila. Pinakamalutong. Paano nga ba yun? Hindi, wag, wag. No. We, we become bitter. Whenever we see them, we become bitter. Automatic bitterness. Ayoko sa'yo. Hindi kita kilala. Or for, for some, we slander them. How do you respond in Camille's situation? How do you respond? How should you respond? We must respond like Christ. So tell your neighbor, be like Christ. Be like Christ. How? Ephesians 4.25 Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his brother, for we are members of one another. Falsehood. What are types of falsehood? Number one, exaggeration of the truth or fabrication of the truth. Exaggerate, exaggerate sometimes para magandang report sa parents. We fabricate a very positive story. Okay, tawag dun, uh, may palabok. Or pag may gusto ka sa crush mo, Siyempre, exaggeration. Pambobola, tawag doon. Pambobola. Yung iba naman, falsehood. Another ex- example of falsehood, cheating or tricking someone. 
Okay, kung may katabi kayo niloko-loko, tasa kamay. <laughs> lagi kayo niloloko, lagi kayong uutuin, kasi ututu ka naman. Huwag <laughs> ka kasi magpapauto, basically. Or, eto, eto, I think for some of us, we can relate to this. Making foolish promises that you can't make. Making foolish promises that you can make. Ang dami-daming commitments. Dumaan yung favorite teacher mo, may papagawa sa'yo. Eh, favorite teacher mo siya, so oo ka lang. Eh, hindi mo nagawa. Making foolish promises that you can't make. Learn to say no, some, uh, learn to say no, guys. Habang bata. Meaning, pag sobrang dami nyo nang ginagawa, don't just take in everything. Kahit na crush mo yung nagsabi. Okay? Another example of falsehood is betraying someone's confidence or trust. And sometimes, yeah, that, that's what happened to Camille. How about making false excuses? Bakit ka late? Matraffic eh. Bakit ka late? Namatay aso namin eh. Hindi ba ganun? Bakit ka late? Brown out sa building namin, nasa 100th floor ako. <laughs> Wala pa naman atang 100th floor na building dito sa Pilipinas. Okay? Well, you just make excuses. Making false excuses. That's falsehood. Okay, that's a kind of betrayal. Again, if you were betrayed, you respond with falsehood. Do you create an exaggeration or fabricate the truth? Do you also cheat them because they trick you? What does Paul suggest should we do? Sabi doon, put away falsehood. Let each one of you speak the truth. And sinare ni Camille di ba? She had to tell her friends na alam na niya. She told, she, she was honest now. And what that, what, what happened next was, nagkaayos sila. Because she spoke the truth. I have a question for all of you. If you have a problem, do you solve it with another problem? If you were betrayed, do you respond with another betrayal? Isn't that a vicious cycle? If ganun ang buhay natin. Binatukan ka, batukan mo rin. Nabatukan yung isa, batukan. So la- Nandun kayo sa sulok, nagbabatukan kayo. Weird, weird, guys, weird. Diba? Why would you respond with the same thing? Why, why would you respond sin with sin, basically? Again, John 8, 44. You, uh, ito, uh, as a Christian, we must respond in truth, not by lying. Because, sabi dito ni Jesus, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Satan is the father of lies. Are you his child? So check, why are you lying consistently? Bakit naglalay ka pa ulit-ulit? Satan is the father of lies. Are you his child? So stop lying. In Revelation 21 verse 8, alam mo yung term na liars go to hell? Nasa verse po yun. In Revelation 21, verse 8. Can we read this? One, two, three, go. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. That's hell. Liars go to hell. So tell your seatmate right now. Liars go to hell. Okay? So do you respond with falsehood? Do you respond with falsehood? How do you respond when betrayed? You have to respond like Christ. And Christ will only respond in truth. 
We have to speak the truth. In verse 26, let's continue. Sabi dito, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Si dito, may katabing mukhang galit. Laging galit. Or alam yung may anger management problem. Nakikipag-usap lang yung group leader mo sa'yo, sisigawan, sisigawan niya yung group leader mo, di ba? <laughs> may anger management problem. You know, Paul is saying, you, ito ah, just to be clear, listen to me guys. Paul is saying, you can be angry. Just reading by the verse, Paul is saying, you can be angry, but there are two kinds of anger. Number one, there is sinful anger. Sinful anger that leads to more sin. Having thoughts of evil against someone. Nagagalit ka. You, 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 you're thinking of murdering someone. Nagagalit ka. You're thinking of being bitter to that person. Nagagalit ka. You have that selfish desire to just destroy that person. That's sinful anger. And that kind of sinful anger will go to hell. Okay? Sinful anger goes to hell. There's a righteous anger. That's the next one, the next type, the righteous anger. And you will see that when, when King David or David during that time was seeing Goliath mocking God and he was thinking, sobrang galit na galit siya, he wants to kill that Goliath because he is mocking his God. Okay? And you have this, Jesus Christ driving out the money changers and the dove sellers. You, you will read that in Matthew 21. Righteous anger. Bakit nyo dinudumihan yung temple ng Panginoon ko? Bakit ginagawa yung market? Market of thieves. I guess yo, there's sinful anger and there's righteous anger. How do you respond when betrayed? How do you respond when betrayed? Be angry against sin but do not sin. That's how you should respond. Be angry against the sin but do not sin. Okay? In verse 27, bakit do not sin? Give no opportunity to the devil. Give no opportunity to the devil. It means anger that lingers for too long. Hatred or bitterness that remains in your heart for a long time. Unforgiveness for, this, for another person that remains for many years in your heart invites the devil to get a foothold in your life. And, and some of the times or few times talagang nagmamanifest na sinasaniban yung tao. That's the worst thing that can happen to you. Ask yourself right now, do you hate someone? Are you angry at someone for so long? Are you bitter at someone for so long? Or you're, you're, you have not forgiven this person for so long? Because the danger is, Satan has already a foothold on your life. Okay? You have to understand this. You have to understand this. We don't want that kind of distraction, that kind of life. Is there anger against someone that has been in your heart for so long? Do not let, Sabidon, do not let the sun go down on your anger. What do, you, what do you do? What do you do? Like what Camille did. She forgave. Forgive. So tell your seedmate, forgive me. If na betray kita, forgive me. Okay? Forgive. Someone has betrayed your trust before, forgive as the Lord forgave. Sabidon, and uh, 
forgive as the Lord forgave. In verse 28, 29, we will read more about that. 28 is all about, ito, let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Don't steal. Use your hands for good. And I want to focus on the next verse, verse 29. Kasi nyo, minsan it's all about the thoughts. Minsan, uh, madalas it's all about the thoughts. Madalas it's all about uh, the mouth, how we use our mouth. Okay, makakasira ka talaga with, with the use of your mouth. Uh, dito, do not steal. Sometimes it comes out with the use of your hands. Okay, you want to use your hands for bad, for bad things. And so again, I want to focus on the next verse, verse 29. Corrupt, ito. Um, let's read this, verse 29. What do you go? Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Uh, in other versions, let no unwholesome talk. Let no unwholesome talk. Corrupt means foul or rotten or foul language, basically. Okay? So just like a rotten tomato, you cannot eat that. Try it and go to the ER. Okay? A rotten tomato cannot be used in cooking anymore. It's useless. It's worthless. Ibig sabihin, foul language is worthless. Foul language is useless for you. Walang, walang makukuha yung tao pag puro period mo mura. Which sometimes nangyayari. Sometimes nangyayari pag sobrang inis na inis ka sa game mo, sa ML mo, napapamura ka. Hindi ba? Aminin nyo. Sobrang inis. Bakit hindi ako malalo? Ano ba yan? Toot! Lahat na lang toot. Okay? That's corrupt talk. That's unwholesome. Hindi wholesome yun. Pag tumabi bata sa'yo, PG-13 yun, di ba? Okay? When, edo, what are types of corrupt talk? Off-color jokes, yung uh, negative talk about race, about gender, about anything. Negative talk. Or uh, profanity, mura, curses. Dirty or sexual stories, or means and dirty jokes. Again, these are things that believers should stay away from. Why? You are a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. It says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, if you say that you are a Christian, then you are a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Okay, the old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So you are different now. You should be living the, the new life. Why are you resurrecting the old life? Hindi na pwede na ang ending ng sentences mo, puro mura. Yung, yung pag nabetray ka, pag mumura mo, yung nagtaksil sa'yo. Hindi na pwede yon. Hindi na rin tama na ang jokes mo, puro kabastusan. Okay? Because corrupt talk is worthless, it's useless. Psalm 141, it says here, Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth and keep the door of my lips. Lord, please guard my mouth. Guard my mouth. The psalmist is saying, Lord, please guard my mouth. Because he wants his mouth to just speak the truth. He wants his mouth to just glorify God. Actually, everything can be answered by one question. You want to do this? One question. Will that glorify God? You want to say this, gusto mo magmura? Question, will that glorify God? Responding in, in, in falsehood, 
Will that glorify God? Okay? How do you respond when someone betrays you? Speak only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, and that it may give grace to those who hear. Okay? So be encouraging. Verse 30. Next verse, Ayo. 30 to 31. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you with all malice. How do we grieve the Holy Spirit? Sin grieves the Holy Spirit. Imagine this. Imagine this, okay? Maybe you haven't pictured this in your life. You're a Christian and you have accepted Christ. When you accept Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. You, your heart, your body. The Holy Spirit is in you now. If you, if you truly say that you believe in Christ, the Holy Spirit lives in you now. That's what happened. You accepted, boom, the Holy Spirit is in you. Boom, you, you are empowered to do what is right in God's eyes. That's what happened. Some of us, we accepted Christ, but we did, we did not truly accept Christ. We think we did, but the Holy Spirit is not in us. So I want you to check that. You know how to check that? Progression towards Christ-likeness is what, is what marks a true believer. If there's no progress in your life, there's no transformation, baka ni mo pa talaga inaccept si Christ. So going back, sin grieves the Holy Spirit. When you accepted Christ, you received the Holy Spirit and he, He's now dwelling in you. So if you lie, you get angry and, and sin, you steal, you use corrupt language and many other sins, you make the Holy Spirit sad. And here in this verse, you will understand that the Holy Spirit is a person because He grieves. Okay? The Holy Spirit is now dwelling in you. You're a believer and you're sinning. Kahit ikaw siguro, pag nakita mo yung magulang mo, um, or pag nakita ka ng magulang mo na gumagawa ng kasalanan, anong mafe-feel ng magulang mo? Magigrieve rin. Pinatawag sa, ng guidance ang sa tingin mo mafe-feel ng magulang mo. Magigrieve rin yun, yung magulang mo. Bakit? An, an, yung minsan nga tanong ng magulang, ako magulang ako, may tatlong anak. Minsan mapapaisip ko, anong maling ginawa ko bilang magulang? Nagigrieve rin. So, you have to understand na person si Holy Spirit. Three in one. God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. One God who hates sin. One God who grieves when you sin. Okay? So, sabi sa 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God with your body. So do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Live righteously. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Question, are you living in sin now? Just a question for you guys. Are you living in sin now? Because if you're living in sin now, you are grieving the Holy Spirit. So respond like Christ. Live, be like Christ. How do we, we respond? Three things. Sabi ni Paul in verse 32. Be kind, be tender-hearted, be forgiving. When someone betrays you, what is the right thing to do? You have to be kind. Be kind is being usefully kind. To be pleasant but not harsh. To be pleasant but not rude. Okay? 
Paul is saying, and you know Paul, and daming uh, persecutions and experience ni Paul. Even people, friends, na binitray siya. Okay? Na-experience rin niya yun. And yet, he says, be kind. The next one, be tender-hearted. What does that mean? Compassion. Be compassionate towards another person. And the next one, which should be our response every single time someone does bad things to us, is tell your seatmate, forgive. One of the hardest parts, right? Forgive. We have to forgive. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. How do we respond to betrayal? Let's evaluate ourselves. Though. If you have been betrayed, how did you respond? Did you respond in kindness? Did you respond by forgiving them? Did you respond in compassion? How are you guys in terms of being kind, being compassionate, and forgiving? Because that's our application. Just three things. And this is God's will for every believer, to live like Christ and respond like Christ. I, want, I wanted to show you an example of this in the life of a person. And so I, I found this video. And I think, I think for a few of you, you have watched this video. I just want to show you this video. This man in the video is Brant Jean. Tragically, his brother, Bottom Jean, was killed by a policewoman. Okay? His brother was in his own apartment, and this policewoman entered what's supposed to be what she thought was her apartment. A policewoman has a gun, and so she thought that that was her apartment and shot Bottom Jean, and Bottom Jean died. Brant is now giving a victim impact statement. Ano yung na-feel niya? Ano yung nasa isip ni Brant Jean, yung kapatid? And so, let's watch this response. You were betrayed. Would you respond like that? John uh, Jessop said, A challengingly beautiful demonstration of mercy, forgiveness, and grace. The power of the gospel. That's the power of Jesus Christ. That's the power of the changed life that God has given you. Hirap nun. Namatay yung kapatid mo eh. And yet, what did he say? I forgive you. Go to God and He will forgive you. And he said, I love you as a person. I'm not going to say that you rot and die. And then he said, I want the best for you. Give your life to Christ. How do you think should you respond to your betrayer? Let's follow this example. Be kind, be compassionate, be forgiving. Because if you were betrayed, remember that all of us betrayed God as well. You have no pride in you that you are perfect. No, you're not. Because you also betrayed someone, and that is God. We betrayed God because we have sinned. We betrayed God because we didn't obey His commands. And yet, even if God was betrayed, He remained kind, patiently waiting for us to repent. He had compassion for us, loving us, even if it meant giving up His life. He forgave us, showing us an example that we should forgive those who betrayed us. As I close, what should we think or say 
when or if we're betrayed. Last verse I'm going to show you. Galatians 2.20. Can we all read this? One, two, three, go. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's our response. It's no longer I. It's no longer the old self, but the new me. It is Christ who lives in me. Even if it's hard, it is no longer I. You just say to yourself, it's no longer me. I'm a new person. I'm a Christian. And Christ lives in me. Someone ruins your name. It's no longer you. It's Christ who lives in you. What's the point? Be like Christ. Be like Christ. Be like Christ. Can you just stand up, please, and let's close this time in prayer. Let's close our eyes. If there's any one person that you are still angry with, person that betrayed you, person that lied to you, person that abused you or harmed you, I think it's time to forgive. So I give you a minute to talk to God right now. To tell God, Lord, it's hard. It's hard to forgive. But you have forgiven us. And that's the truth. Christ has forgiven you. And then just be ready to forgive. Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord God, for all your people here. I pray, Lord God, that whenever bad things happen to us or bad people do bad things to us, we will respond like Brand Jean. We would want the best for the person. And just like Christ, having the mind of Christ, saying, Lord, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. Lord, more and more we understand what it truly means to be a Christian. And there's more to learn. And so I pray, Lord God, Lord, may you just open our hearts to your word. Help us, Lord God, to really improve, progress, to be more Christ-like, to be like you more and more. And at the end of our lives, you will see our lives really totally changed, being used by you to affect change in the lives of others. And even right now, if there's anyone truly na talaga na betray, Lord, I pray for them that you will help them to forgive. Help them, Lord God, to just remember to forgive because you have forgiven us. To forgive because you have died for us. To forgive because you is no longer us who live but it should be you who live in us. Lord, take control. Take control of our mouth. Take control of our minds, our thoughts, our actions, our whole life. 
so that when we see our lives again, Lord, we will say, Lord, thank you. Because in, you have helped us that in our lives, we have glorified you more and more. Again, I lift up to you these people. Fill them with your spirit so that they may know more and more how they should respond. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website.